Welcome to the session, a basketball podcast. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm joined by Ben. How's it going, Ben? I'm good. And guess what? What? We have a special guest, baby! We have the most special the guest. The most special. He is a very, yeah, as you can see, he's a very Hi. special one. So let me give a full intro, okay? Alright, give me like a bit of a drum roll or something like that. Okay. Weighing in at 372 pounds. At five foot one. Five nothing. All the way from Brampton, Ontario. Wasi Babar, baby! What's going on, man? Hey guys, good to have you, man. I am very excited to be here. Thanks for having me here, guys. Of course, man. Um, Let's start this podcast off. This podcast. This podcast off with um, being thankful, and I am very thankful for you guys. It's a Thanksgiving Uh, podcast. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving special. Thanksgiving special. So we should actually talk about things that we're um, thankful for, I feel. Yeah. I'm thankful for the fact that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And I can't wait for you to leave. It's going to be <laughs> Okay, where's, no. the, where's the turkey, though? <laughs> but, but, but for real, let's give a serious, serious, serious introduction to Wasi. So, who is Wasi, Ben? I'm trying to figure that out myself, like, right now. Because I don't know. No, we've known... Okay, we've known Wasi for... As long as we've known as each other. As long as we've known each other, actually. Yeah. Um, like, since we were kids, man. Like, Literally. where was that first apartment that you were, you were at? Like, where uh, was that? Like, Dixon Grove. I was, like, maybe, like, three, four, yeah. Like yeah. two. So, since yeah. then, we've actually known this guy. Uh-huh. And uh, we've just been kicking it ever since, Honestly, man. We've been homies since. Well, I don't know. Homies at first. Yeah, at first, <laughs> yeah. we had a little bit of a history, yeah, we, used right? to, we used to get bullied a little bit, but, yeah, hey, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should be thankful for that as well. hundred percent. I think, I think that just the way made that us we are. Closer. And I think we also should yeah. talk about what happened. Are you ready to talk about I am absolutely experience? ready to talk about my traumatic experience. So, I love how we started off the podcast with trauma. <laughs> I think we should just... We're thankful for the trauma. Thank, thank Omar, you want to you wanna explain what happened? Yeah, so <laughs> for, when we were younger, yeah. we used to um, fight a lot. And like... But it wasn't because we wanted to. No, we didn't want was, to fight. It was like an older yeah, sibling. Like, yeah, thing. Our, our siblings that were just a, a few yeah. years older than us for some reason would pit us against each other when yeah, we were, and like when this, we were kids. In like this like uh, cell. We're the original fight club. The fight club. We were the original fight club, yeah. yeah. And, and and we would and we would just fight. And, and Dixon Grove. <laughs> apartments, like just crammed apartments and yeah. just like and they would be throwing things at us. Yeah, like, uh like toys, like <laughs> toys. What I remember there were plastic chicken wings plastic involved. Plastic chicken wings. There were plastic <laughs> hammers involved. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, real hammers involved. Sometimes no, 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 no real hammers. That. My mom used to do uh, daycare. Yeah, oh, yeah. All those so toys that she had. Right. a bunch of toys and readily available to just be thrown yeah. while we were wrestling while we were each just other wrestling and just you know but if i'm being completely honest with you i feel like um omar and i are kind of playing the victim card here yes. but really it should be you bossy because yeah. in all honesty like yeah we we fought against each other uh-huh. it was a free-for-all it was a free-for-all yeah. for the first half we just looked at each Almost other. Almost always. When I Omar, we just look at each other, look back at Wasi, and be like, this guy, something's off about him. Something's wrong with him. I think we should just like team up a little oh, bit. So, so literally every fight, it would be, you know, a uh, free for all. We'd be wrestling. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, kids are always doing. Uh-huh. And then halfway during the middle, like in the middle of the fight, Ben and I would just look at each other and we would instantly team up on Wasi. Yeah. And Wasi could, <laughs> could never take on both of us. So we just take him down, and then we called it the uh, the Benyasin special, where we would do chest compressions, except on Wasi's head against the ground. So you just keep pushing the it into the carpet. carpet. The you know what it was? It was that stupid tuxedo shirt. <laughs> oh, man. What, what happened to the tuxedo no, shirt? Honestly, I wish I did. That was the most amazing shirt I've ever owned. Do you think you can fit into it right now? Honestly, no. <laughs> but seven sizes too small. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean that's a little bit more context on Wasi, mm-hmm. and then like even throughout, like okay, that was like us in like a childhood, childhood. But even throughout, like we've yeah. never been in the same school together. No, like, you seem to know everything about. You have the most amazing memory. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Besides one thing, um, <laughs> but <laughs> we, yeah. it was through middle school, uh-huh. through high school. Like yeah. we always like kept in touch. Kept in touch. Stayed yeah. in touch. Yeah, and like uh-huh. we always made an effort to like hang out with mm-hmm. each other, and we just. We just know each other really well, man. Like, Honestly, like, yeah, you guys are, like, basically my cousins. You yeah, Because I mean? we literally grew up together. Whenever we I like, describe, like, what exactly. we're doing, I always just say, yeah, I'm hanging out with my cousins. I'm hanging out with my cousins. Yeah, so, um, yeah, man, we've had some great memories. Like, we've been to a lot of, like, you know, cottages and stuff together. 
all these like family events and you know what i'm honestly thankful to have you guys in my life no but uh so we were talking about um fitting into uh tuxedo shirts um so why can't you fit into that shirt anymore? Is it because you're just so jacked now? Honestly, no. <laughs> so actually this past, uh, not the summer, the summer that, uh, the previous summer, so 2018. Yeah, that's yeah, how time works. Yeah, yeah that's how <laughs> Not last year, but last, yeah, 2018. So 2018 summer, I did a bodybuilding show. Okay. Um, was that 2018? That was 2018. That was just a year ago. Bro. Yeah, a year ago. Holy man. crap. Yeah. So You look different. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I put on a lot of weight. So maybe I was maybe weighing in at like 140, like low 140s. Yeah. And I'm like 180 now. So like 40 pound difference for sure. Yeah. But all muscle. No, not at all. All muscle. Um, I think maybe I would say like 10 pounds muscle and like the rest fat. Because <laughs> I was like really shredded. I was like maybe 90% body fat. I, I I don't I don't think you're quite selling it. Wasi was shredded. Yeah, this, he was he was a chocolate bar. It's almost yeah. as if he was competing in a professional bodybuilding show. He was peak yeah. physique. Yeah, 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 it was insane. Mm-hmm. Yo, so, you've got to like let us into that though. Like, oh, exactly, yeah. like the prep for it, how long it took. Like, where were you before? Yeah. Okay, what? Let's start with this. What mm-hmm. started you? Like, why did you want to do this in the first place? Was honestly, it just a personal goal of yours? Or, like, what happened? Yeah, honestly, like so. Growing up, I was always fluctuating in weight, as you guys know. Oh yeah, I was always, I was always like super like lean and skinny, and then super like chubby. Um, but honestly, me being lean is when like soccer season would just start, and I would just start like obviously shedding weight because I'm just running so much. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, for the most part, consistently, I was more chubby than lean. Right. And. When I, before I started working out, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm looking at all these people with these nice physiques. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to ever be able to get my body to look like that. You're looking at me and you got like a little bit exactly. inspired. Exactly. Right? I'm looking yeah. at Ben. And it's I'm definitely like, not Ben. <laughs> <laughs> at that point in his so, life. Not that point in my life. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, I'm like, wow, these, this is so amazing to have like this kind of physique. Like even like forget about the looks. It's just like being able to like achieve something you set your mind to yeah right so for as long as i can remember when i started working out i'm like yo i really want to get my physique to this level so as i was working out and i started putting on muscle stuff like that so i started working out when i was 18 i'm 23 now so and i competed when i was 22 so what is that four years of of lifting can you double check what 22 minus 18 18 is uh, i'm gonna run the numbers i'll get back numbers. to you okay yes. yeah exactly. i'm on it right now he just did it you just did your cpa right yeah oh, okay yeah he's he's qualified beach counter <laughs> <laughs> so four years of lifting and i finally pushed myself to that like it was a lot of i think it was more mental yeah toughness and than anything else just having that discipline i think it all bubbles down to diet over like anything else. But the reason why you <laughs> wanted to do it in the first place, it was mm-hmm. just a personal like personal. Yeah. I want I envision myself uh-huh. to be this shredded and uh-huh. I want to prove it to myself yeah. and other people yeah. the fact that I can do this. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, you know, setting a goal and actually committing to it. Like wow. Omar is setting a goal of growing his hair and looking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're not the only okay. You also agree with me then, right? No, I was gonna do something about that. I'm just joking, man. Right? <sighs> it looks great. Okay. I'm just I'm just pulling his leg. You guys yeah. are just jealous because you've never grown up this long, you know? Exactly. That's exactly. all it is. Exactly. That's all it is. You did try though, right? I also. did try and I looked ugly for no reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> in your mind, you're like, wait, I'm going to cut my hair at the end of the year yeah. anyways, so why would I live in the ugly exactly. face? I'm just living in the ugly face for no apparent reason at all. But then you got the fade. Yeah. So, so, you're, okay. you're so where good. were you yeah. exactly when you, like what body weight were you or like what, mm. you know, like were you... In what season of Wasi mm-hmm. were you? Were you a bulk Wasi uh-huh. or were you shredded Wasi when you decided, yo, I want to get even more shredded, get uh-huh. to 8-9% body fat mm-hmm. and compete in this? Uh, I think I was fair. I was lean, but I was fairly lean. Fairly lean, just like Omar right <laughs> just now. Just like Omar is. I, I was fairly lean, but I, I had a lot of uh, muscle on me, for okay. sure. Okay. Like, I've been, like, I was lifting, I was really strong. Uh, my numbers were all up, like my bench, my squat. Oh, yeah, drop the numbers. Don't my be humble, head. baby. Don't oh, be humble, well, baby. right now I'm I'm squatting. I'm squatting three plates. Okay. Okay. Uh, for like eight reps, that was my max. Um, I'm. So that's three fifteen, right? Three fifteen, yeah. So eight reps. Eight reps, yeah. And then I don't have like a. I haven't tried a one rep max yet. I've just been sticking to three fifteen. 
deadlifts, I did hmm, uh, four plates and 25s on each side. So, what is that? Wow. And then my bench is like three plates for one rep. So, you can do three yeah, plates. Yeah, I can do three plates. Dude, I recently hit yeah. two plates and I thought that was incredible. Yeah, bro. Honestly, the I don't do bench that often because I feel like... Your shoulders? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my yeah. shoulders, right? So I just did it to try it out. But I usually do like uh, dumbbells, um, incline and flat. And I do like hundreds for like... So six. you were, again, you, said you were fairly lean. And it wasn't somebody that kind of pushed you to be like, let's... You also, you should check this out. Or did you, you have, other... yeah, did you go on a journey with someone to do this? Yes, actually, actually, like, um, one of my really good friends from the gym, um, his name is Hiran, and shout he, out shout out to Hiran, and he, um, actually competed in a bodybuilding show in which I went to, no way. and that was around November, right? And I was thinking about doing one since time, and he competed, and I went to it, and I was like, yo, this is amazing. Like, these guys are on stage, and they're probably like, living life you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like yeah. it's probably so like probably getting this adrenaline rush and like it's amazing so i'm like yo i'm gonna do this so i committed to it um honestly it was it was tough man like i remember drinking like, coffee yeah. like uh we were all eating like chocolate yeah. muffins yeah. and like pizza uh-huh. and all of that and i remember looking to my side and seeing yeah. you with rice ground beef uh-huh. and if you were feeling if you uh-huh. were feeling it maybe some ketchup and yeah, that would yeah, be like yeah. a meal for you and, no, 100%. And dude not even just the cottage yeah. i remember you telling me stories of how you went it was a weekend trip to vegas uh-huh. and yes. you went to vegas yeah. with meal prep containers meal preps, yeah. because you knew you had a show coming that's the type of commitment and discipline honestly you need to do yeah like yeah that. yeah so it's all like discipline and like honestly like i i would say it's all worth it it was all worth it because that satisfaction that you get of looking at yourself in the mirror and just like seeing the physique that you wanted is is superior satisfaction than any satisfaction food can give you did you, know you get what, I mean? what you were looking for though like 100%. remember when you set a goal in your mind like yeah. i want to get to this yeah so when you actually like mm-hmm. achieved it 100%. did you get exactly you know what i mean exactly. like that feeling yeah that feeling that's why i just let myself go after that because i'm like i got what i needed i got what i needed you know what i mean like <laughs> on to the next one yeah, on to the next one honestly honestly that's it was crazy, like man. it was like right after my show i'm like okay shoot what do i do now you know what i mean so it's like ah uh, i've been i've been like depriving myself of all these like social like interactions yeah. all these like events and stuff no, so I'm like, you can eat sushi exactly so i'm like okay i'm gonna go ham in it so now i'm kind of trying to find that middle ground of working out and you know enjoying life as well do you do you find <clears> it's <throat> hard to find that middle ground because you had a fairly linear goal exactly. when you were doing your bodybuilding exactly. show it was like i'm gonna get to this level uh-huh. and that's what i'm gonna do uh-huh. and then once you achieved it you're like kind of like oh i don't know what to yeah. do but the goal of just being hey i want to look fairly lean mm-hmm. i want to look you know fairly healthy yeah. i want to just i want to enjoy myself yeah. but i want to do everything in moderation mm-hmm. sometimes those goals are a little harder don't you Way find because harder. because it's yeah. you're not doing linear progression exactly. anymore for me i'm one of the guys like <clears throat> that either like go all the way in or it's like i'm not gonna do it you know what i mean so it's like i think competing for the show was a lot easier in terms of discipline than you know having everything in moderation because it's like yo when i start eating something i'm like oh man i'm just gonna like if i get a slice of pizza i'm gonna eat the whole box kind of thing yeah and i think ben can agree oh 100 you know what i mean so it's like <laughs> it's really hard finding that middle ground you know what i mean but it's like once you just become consistent with it and you have you become cer- sort of uh, routined or scheduled it's like it's a lot easier i think that's what working out is <clears throat> yeah. just in general it's right just like all it's all about discipline, discipline and like uh be consistent uh-huh. with it you know what I mean? Like, from speaking from my own like personal yeah. sort of experience was, um, it was it was that right? Like yeah. what you were what you were describing. Like the only time I saw results, and it sounds super simple when you talk about it. Yeah. But like as I'm saying it right now, it's just being consistent with it. You know, like just go, just get up and, and go to the gym. You know yeah. what I mean? Just get it done. That's, it could be a bad yeah. workout, but it's better than nothing that, at all. You you hit the nail hammer right on the nail (laughs) honestly like it's just getting to the gym is like 70 percent of it yeah it's like regardless of what you do whether you have like whatever day splits you have whether you do bro splits uh where you just work out a singular muscle group Mm -hmm. or like you know you do like pushable legs or you do like you know any any kind of different workout it's as long as you're consistent with it you will see results tell us us the goods about how you got that shredded bro how long did it take? What program yeah. were you running? I know diet is 90% yeah. of it, but you yeah. got to tell us more, bro. Like what? So I was doing a push-pull legs. So it's like push would be like, you know, your chest, shoulders, your triceps. Uh, pull would be your back and biceps. And then legs I was doing, just working on my legs, right? Six days a week? Six days a week. Okay. And then I would have one day off. 
right? And I was just eating, so I was eating a certain, uh, I was eating a caloric deficit, so. How big was your deficit at the time? So it started off small, um, I maybe like 400, 500, and then I slowly, every two weeks, I would either increase my cardio to burn, burn more calories or, I'd, you know, increase my deficit to eat less. Right, even and more then, than five hundred seven hundred calories. Exactly, exactly. So like, it, it got really tough towards the end because it's like, oh shoot, I, my calories are so low already. So it's like, how do I, how do I continue to have that linear progression of losing weight? So I actually had a I had a uh, bodybuilding uh, coach, right? So we started carb cycling and just like you know we do high carb days. Uh, carbs are carbohydrates, by the way, for anyone. Just in case. Uh, so we would have high carb days where I was eating a lot of carbohydrates, and then we had a moderate carb days and then low carb days. And that really, I feel like, I think my body's really. So that actually uh, helped, yeah, huh? Like exactly. carb cycling. That's actually interesting. Mm-hmm. I never, I've never done I, that before. I've, I looked at a little bit of research on yeah. that uh, on YouTube. Uh, Omar Isaf, who does that, yes. yeah, he, yeah. Had a, he had a recent video about uh, losing weight and mm-hmm. how. You kind of want to take maintenance weeks throughout your yes. – it's it's a similar concept yes. to carb cycling. I think it's less uh, aggressive uh-huh. in, in the sense that you have certain days that right. you allocate. But it would be two to three weeks of being at a deficit mm-hmm. followed by a week of maintenance and then restarting two to three weeks at a deficit. Because, I mean, you can yeah. speak better than anyone. If uh-huh. you're on a deficit for too long, uh-huh. you just feel so drained. Yeah. yeah. It's not only that. It's like your body's going to like start fighting it harder, right? like it's gonna it's not gonna want to lose weight your body doesn't want to lose weight it wants to hold on to as much weight as possible right because it's it's literally our bodies are made to survive right so whenever we're in a deficit for so long we're just pushing our bodies to lose that weight you have to give it a break and that's what like diet breaks are cheat meals are it's basically giving your body that break and basically shocking your body so what happens if you're on a uh if you have cheat meals Uh for like four years straight what do you mean? Well, you like end up where, where we were. Where, it's exactly where we were. Where it's like cheat day after cheat day after cheat day. Oh, yeah. And it's just four years of that. And then and then yeah. t- and then say you're not going to the gym at the same time. You're, where, not, you're not. Where, where would what? where would we be? <laughs> what, what happens then? What kind of <laughs> workout program is that? You are definitely gonna look like me. <laughs> so yeah, honestly, like. At the end of the day, it's all it all bubbles down to the science, like calories in versus calories up. Yeah. But there's also other tools, factors, yeah, tools and factors that you need to utilize to get the physique. So you did more. carb cycling a little bit, mm-hmm. and was it like an eight week process? Like uh, how long? Oh, exactly long time. So I think it took me six months to six months. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And you were probably at like 16 percent body fat. No, before. maybe like 20, 20, 20? Okay. 25 around there. Um, it took me a lot. I'll say it took me a lot longer than I anticipated. So did you like? Was it too tough sometimes? Did you had you like kind of cheated? Or like was no, not even like that. that. I just wasn't getting shredded in time. So I initially I planned to do a show, um, maybe in March, and I had to push it to July. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I just needed more time to like lose weight and sustain it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like it's only healthy to lose like a pound to a pound and a half a week. Right. right? Anything other than that, you're like you you're you want to lose fat, but you also want to maintain your muscle. And I don't think that's tricky. possible though. No, because I've, 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 I've talked yeah. to so many, I've watched so many videos mm-hmm. and talked to some, uh, talked to some people as yeah. well. Like this whole idea of, yeah. and uh, I don't know if Omar, if you like, if you read or something or whatever, but the idea of losing weight and mm-hmm. gaining muscle at the same no, time. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about gaining muscle. I'm oh, talking about maintaining, maintaining it. So you can maintain it. your when muscle. It, so basically when you're, when you're shredding or cutting, you're, it's like peeling a, uh, a potato. Let's okay. say you're peeling a potato. So you're just taking stuff off. You can't add stuff on. You can never gain muscle oh, when you're on it. Okay, so that okay, yeah. yeah I see what so you're, you're literally from. peeling it off. So the main thing is to get your protein intake in. Um like a pound of uh, pr- uh so every pound of your body weight you should have one gram of protein. Okay. Right? So it, that's the most important thing is just maintaining all that hard earned muscle that you've been working out for so long and you built that muscle you want to be able to maintain that because when all the fat comes off you want to be yeah muscular right? i think so. another big thing is continuing to lift heavy because mm-hmm. i think yeah. a lot often a lot of people are yes. like oh, okay time to lose weight so mm-hmm. 
they'll cut their intensity on exactly. their workouts and then all of a sudden yeah. they think oh i'm gonna do 70 uh -huh. i'm gonna do 70 percent of the weight yeah. i was doing for higher reps or something uh -huh. but your rpe of, of yeah. your lifts just ends up going down exactly. so, so sorry uh what that basically what that basically um, means is you are exerting yourself uh -huh. less yeah so your muscles will start stop to uh -huh. stay in that exactly. hypertrophic state exactly your muscles Yo, like oh it works out yeah this no guy, it, it doesn't look like it <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, Omar, you're absolutely right. Like, um, a lot of people are into this mindset where they need to, you know, do more reps. and uh, Lightweight, high reps. Yeah, exactly. But that's completely wrong. You want to continue to lift as heavy as possible as you've been lifting before you started cutting. Because when you don't, your muscles are going to, your body's going to be like, oh, I don't need these muscles anymore because, you know, I'm not lifting heavy. So they start to evaporate. It's such an interesting concept when you think about it. Yeah. Like, back in the day, I'm talking like, prehistoric times like caveman days and stuff like that yeah. your body would be whatever it needed to be to live your daily life exactly. if you were a hunter uh -huh. if you were a gatherer that's what your body would adapt to yes. be and you would do those functional tasks but now it's kind of like we have to trick our bodies into yes. like oh we're really active, active people and we lift heavy things we need these muscles uh -huh. so it's it's, it's kind of interesting that's, why, that's why people who like grow up on farms and stuff are always like a jacked. lot like jacked and a lot because they need to be and taller because they need to be you know what I mean? It might be genetics do play a role, but it's like from a young age, they're just like doing all these tasks on a daily basis and their body needs to form in a certain way to yeah. be able to complete those tasks, right? So our bodies are very, very, very unique. Um, it's also funny because like nothing from the gym, if there's uh, anything I've learned from yeah. like treetop trekking or like uh -huh. doing like a... Uh, you know, um, other like it's not transferable. Yeah, nothing transfers. <laughs> yeah. Like no. it doesn't matter how much you 100%. bench. You know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. be doing three plates, yeah. but when, it, when it's time to get groceries for your mom, you're yeah. still struggling. You know what I mean? 100%. Like it does not transfer. It does not transfer. Because well. it's funny. It's like when will I ever be in a position where I need to do a bicep curl? Yeah. Like functionally exactly. speaking, or yeah. like I'm laying down mm -hmm. and I need to press something up off my chest or something yeah. like that. But you know, man, want to get that. Uh, want to get that 100%. chest. You know what I mean? You want to get the, uh, the the bicep arms. You want to get yeah. those veins and all that. Not only right. that, I feel like it's like for a lot of people, it's therapeutic, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. going to the gym and like, it's like a getaway for a lot of people. Oh, I'm at the point now where if I don't go, my mood is off. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I go for me right now, especially because like, you know, with, uh, with work kind of dying out a little mm -hmm. bit now. Um, but if I, if I don't go to the, if I don't go to the gym, um, then it just seems off. You know what I mean? Like my whole mood is just like 100 percent I completely agree. You know, like I, I actually wrong. forget that. I got depressed, man. Like, oh I'm man, like, yo, what am I doing with my life? I need to go. To it's the like gym. that. Yeah, it's that bad. Yo, go eat a cake or something. I know, man. honestly. <laughs> you'll go to the gym then eat the cake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll, still I'll still eat the cake, but I'll go to the gym. <laughs> I guess uh, Ben was kind of touching on this mm -hmm. earlier when he asked about, did you find what you were looking for? Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to ask about from that mental perspective. How did you feel body image wise before you started working out uh -huh. while you were in that initial beginner phase and then post bodybuilding show? How yeah. have you felt? Because personally, from, from my experience, when I first started working out and then uh, in near the end of high school, when I got yeah. as lean as I did, you know, sub 10%, yeah. I was getting shredded and stuff. From an image perspective, I guess I'd say that I wasn't quite happy. I guess you no. don't really know what you have, exactly. at least for myself. Yeah. I didn't really know what I had at that uh -huh. moment. And it took gaining a whole bunch of weight, then uh -huh. losing it, and then cycling on and off and things like that, till and maybe even a bit of maturity to get uh -huh. to a point where it's like, you know what, I'm I'm fairly content body image wise where mm -hmm. I am right now. Obviously, you're looking for things to improve right. all of the course. time. Still go to the gym and try to get bigger and stronger in certain ways. Right. But from a body image perspective, mm -hmm. have, what's your transformation been like there? Yeah, honestly, like when I was really shredded and lean, I was like, I want to be. Sh shredded and more shredded and lean you know what i mean I wasn't, well, you keep chasing it right yeah, exactly i wasn't happy with it uh, and it wasn't i didn't realize how shredded i was until i put the weight back on you know what i mean i was like wow i was really lean and honestly it just takes a lot of like omar said maturity to just like be happy with yourself you know what i mean it's like regardless of how lean you're gonna be you're not gonna be i feel like you're not gonna be content you're gonna always want more and more. I think more. that's the beauty of bodybuilding, though, yeah. just in general, right? It's mm -hmm. like you are constantly chasing something. Yes. Yes. So you're constantly challenging yourself. Exactly. Like where I'm at right now, it's like, yeah, I can do even more. Mm -hmm. Like I want to get even stronger. 100%. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you, you, 
you obviously notice the progression that you're making. Yes. And for me personally, like the best thing that I've ever done, mm -hmm. and maybe Omar won't agree because I keep sending him these photos, yeah. are my progress pics, <laughs> right? Like for, I'm looking at where I started, yeah. you know, like in like 2016 or 2017, uh -huh. and then I take a progress pic now. And like Omar has seen enough of them. I have uh -huh. seen too many progress pictures. I think pictures. maybe you should stop sending them. I'm not going I to. I really don't need to see any more I'll, of this. I'll start sending them to you, Watson. Oh, please but. don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? It's like progress photos is when you kind of realize like holy crap like look at where i started versus where i'm at right now mm -hmm. and you just feel better you're it's, like yo let me just yeah. do more and 100%. more and more because you want to keep updating yes. the way that you look not necessarily from like anybody else because right uh -huh. now i don't care what anybody like really says it's mm -hmm. just like it's for me myself right? it's my own mind it's like uh -huh. yo i can get to this uh -huh. right and that's the only reason i would like suggest working out is just for yourself like forget about everyone else it's just like you know how you feel about yourself yeah but like at the same time, that shouldn't be a deciding factor on how you look at yourself. You know what I mean? Like your body image shouldn't shouldn't reflect how you feel about yourself. You know what I mean? It should be like what's on the inside, I think, is more important. Because I'm still the same dude that I was when I was lean. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, you know, what I am now, yeah. which is the chubby guy. <laughs> fairly. 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 fairly, fairly. No, you know what, though? You've been making progress. Oh, thanks. Man. You've actually been thanks. making progress. Thanks. Thanks. Good. So I'm just like trying to find that middle ground. Even like being that shredded, I was like, hmm, you know what? I'm like super shredded, but I got to wear like really tight clothes for anyone to even know that I work out. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I'm trying to find that middle ground. It's not sustainable, is it? No, it's, it's not, not sustainable. sustainable at all. So I'm trying to find, that's what I want. I want something sustainable. So even now working out, I just do four days, uh, what, like my work week. And I'm off on the weekends because I'm like, yo, I want to live my life. You know what I mean? I want to enjoy so during during the work week, I'm very dedicated to it. I work out four days, and then the weekends, I'm just like, you know, chilling. I think that's a good uh, yeah. cycle to have. I think I'm exactly. fairly similar uh, mm -hmm. right now. Like four, yeah. I want to try for more. Right. I always try to make the effort for more. Yeah. It ends up being about four days a week, four days, yeah. and and weekends weekends end up mm -hmm. being off. So when I was off before I started mm -hmm. work, it was nice because it was almost seven days a week, and mm -hmm. it's like you have no responsibilities. That's all right. I do: wake up, go to the gym. That's, yeah, that's, that's all I'm really that's focusing on. Mm -hmm. But then when you, it's all about sacrifices and uh -huh. like what are you going to sacrifice exactly. are you going to leave work early just uh -huh. to go to the gym or exactly. are you going to work on the weekends mm -hmm. just so you can go to the gym seven days a week things mm -hmm. like that so i guess finding that middle ground finding exactly. sacrifices because there's other things outside of the gym you know like it's life right you want to you obviously wait there's like life outside of yes the gym? Ben, there is. <laughs> Ben's such a, brain. He's such he, a muscle head now. Yeah, if we, were to do, if we were to do an MRI, it'd just be a dumbbell. <laughs> so it's like, you know, like just putting every, like obviously priorities. Like you want to still be, uh, you know, fit, physically fit and, you know. Healthy more so. Healthy, right? right? Like, healthy also, like a lot of people, like they get into like, you know, um, you know, lifting heavy weights and stuff like that. But they don't, they don't train their heart. And that's the most important muscle terms of like you treat my heart every day well, oh so. thanks bro <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yo just keeping having that balance man it's, life is all about moderation and balance and i'm yeah. big on like just having a sustainable life and just you know like enjoying moments and making memories and like that is glossy wisdom number one that's on it. this podcast He's i feel like there's gonna so be, yeah. be a lot more yeah. because we had a conversation off the pod before this uh -huh. and he dropped bars oh yeah dropped, like like literal bars, bars because we, we had we like we freestyled a bit oh yeah. thank god it came late yeah, yeah. yeah. it came at a very good time actually yeah um whatever you saw don't worry about it uh, <laughs> and there's also some other like nuggets of <laughs> <laughs> There's also some other I'm nuggets done. of wisdom uh, from Wasi. But I want to ask you this one question before mm -hmm. we kind of move on. Um, do you have three, like, major takeaways from your journey? Mm -hmm. Are there three things that you either want to, like, like, you've been through the lean phase. You've right. been through... The not-so-lean the, phase. The, the not-so-lean phase. You've uh -huh. been through it all, right? So do you have, like, any major takeaways from it or anything you'd like to share to people or, like, tips or anything like that okay. um, in terms of... It, they could be specifically yeah. lifting related right. uh workout related they uh -huh. could be image related mm -hmm. mentality related okay, I'm diet gonna, i'm gonna do just a general um like yeah. just general yeah. advice whatever or, whatever you want to say uh number one would be enjoy the journey okay. right a lot of people like a lot of times we're looking at the end goal right and we forget to live during during the process you know what i mean we don't enjoy the process you have to really enjoy the process you have you have to enjoy like you know every single time you lose weight or every progression you make whether it's in the gym whether it's in your life in your relationship anything any progress you make you want to enjoy it you know what i mean because that's what life is life is like you know 
70 years and bang that's it oh no you're 70 yeah you have to learn to enjoy everything you're doing right like right now i'm enjoying the progress of this podcast that we're talking on i'm enjoying this company right trusting this process exactly anyways but yeah you gotta just enjoy enjoy the journey number one number two is love yourself bro like Damn. love yourself life is life is uh, always bro but life is too short man like life is too short you gotta enjoy yourself you gotta if you have any grudges against anyone if you have any uh you know hard feelings against anyone just let it go just water under the bridge bro life's too short just you know what i mean so it's yeah just, it's it kind of like do it for yourself don't exactly, do it for others because exactly. it's like don't why are you letting someone else control the way you feel yeah why are you letting someone else in, in control of your emotions and your feelings, right? You should be in control of that, right? So, you know, I love how you're looking right at me. <laughs> He's lecturing yeah, you. He's lecturing you, you know what I'm for? Yo, yeah. keep going. No, this no, no. Great. Yeah, so just, you know, what, what was my point again? Uh, loving yourself. Yeah, love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you should love yourself more. I number should, three, right? remember things. <laughs> remember things. <laughs> uh, number three, hmm. Okay, so we have trust, <laughs> trusting trust the journey. Trust yeah. love the journey. Trust, no, this guy's coming. Yeah, enjoy, the <laughs> enjoy the journey. <laughs> love yourself. Love yourself. And hmm, I only have two. There we go. I think what I would say yeah. is be patient. Oh if yeah, hundred percent. Like if I had something to say for yeah. like for my for myself, it's be mm, patient. With it. I think just uh, enjoying the process. Yeah, like exactly. Inter- like also, yeah, like yeah, yeah. also with being patient, yeah, right? right? Because yeah. like if you have something like you want to lose mm-hmm. weight. As you said before, it's you know it's not necessarily impossible for but for it to be healthy, you want to be losing a pound to two pounds a week, right? right. So if you have like okay, you took your you took your first progress photo and you're not happy with it, that's fine. Right. But work towards it. Exactly. But understand that it's going to take more than a couple of weeks mm-hmm. for you to be absolutely shredded right. and getting to that goal, you know, physique that you're working towards. Yeah. So you've got to yeah. be patient with it, really. Right? Number three, I would say, sorry, is yeah, like touching on what you're saying is set realistic goals. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Set realistic goals. Like, I'm not saying don't dream about the stars, right? But it's like baby steps, man. Like, take it one step at a time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Set this goal. Okay, I achieve this goal. Now, onto the next goal. Okay, I achieve this goal. Onto the next goal. Instead of like, if you're setting this huge goal that you want to reach and not having maybe mini goals and mini milestones on the way to, to that, celebrate yourself, to, right? Exactly, yeah. and. To basically like reflect when you hit those miniature goals, you want to be able to reflect because that you're you're the time frame that you're giving yourself for that. If you're giving yourself a realistic goal and it's far away, it's it's a that's a big commitment, right? So you have to have mini goals on the way that you can look forward to, right? Because you're just looking forward to the end, and that that's interrelatable with uh, you know enjoying the journey and enjoying the process. You have to set yourself with miniature goals on your way to that big goal. I think I think that's the right mentality. And and if mm-hmm. I was to add anything, uh, I guess my piece of advice would be, you don't need to be following in anyone else's footsteps, right. and you don't need like a lot of people. They love powerlifting, and and what gets them, what makes them happy, what makes them feel great, power uh, like body image wise, is the more that they can lift. And right. they'll they'll try to talk to you like if you're new to going to the gym, they'll you'll go to the gym and they'll try talking to you like oh what the hell why are you only lifting this much I, you can definitely lift more load mm-hmm. on more a lot of people would be more on the physique side of things for bodybuilding right. uh, so everyone has different goals and everyone's striving for different things and you're allowed to have different goals like get advice from as many people as you can as many people as you trust right. but like even us like we're saying certain things just this is just one tool in your toolkit mm-hmm. right like figure out what works for you if right. you are the kind of person that you find balance in your life by mm-hmm. not chasing after uh, crazy lifts or anything like that. Like right. you don't want to do a two-time body weight, three-time body weight deadlift mm-hmm. or anything like that. That's fine, right? Yeah. That's It's not for everyone, exactly. right? Just find what makes you happy and what brings you that balance in life and go after that. Honestly, gym advice 101, just, you know, give them a whole layout of the land and then at the end be like, oh, but everyone's body's different. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. What you gotta do. <laughs> gym advice one on one. Go to the gym and do what you gotta do. But every, everyone's different, so <laughs> yeah, it might not like, work for wait, you. Wait, so do you guys have like uh, mini goals that you have set up for like the next? Thanks for that, Wasi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like shook the whole table. <laughs> My fat ass. <laughs> do you guys have? Do you guys have mini goals like um, the next one that you want to achieve? Like that would that you would you know pat yourself on the back for or something like that. You know what I mean? Like whether it's 
reaching a certain weight on bench or whether it's being able to run more than like two minutes on the treadmill because I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the case may be, like, do you guys have something that's like a, uh, a mini goal that you're working towards or looking towards? Right. Uh, I want to, my current goal physique wise is to obviously get to a sustainable weight, which I look good in a shirt, basically like look really well. That would be tough, like, buddy. so basically like just look good in a shirt is my main goal like just you know like a nice black t-shirt like what you're wearing right now yeah yeah yeah. but like except looking good except looking good like a tighter shirt and just looking good yeah yeah. so that's my main goal and it'd be sustainable right I, i should be able to go out and eat and stuff like that i should be able to go to certain places and you know like not meal prep or whatever and i and be able to maintain it and sustain it. So my main main goal is to get to that weight first and then have a sustain, sustainment plan. Yeah, that's good. I guess mine's a little less clear-cut than that. I think I'm enjoying now that I've – this is probably one of the most consistent I've been with the gym uh, recently. <laughs> one of the most consistent I've been. So I guess just seeing the benefits of progressive overload, yeah. just, uh, you know, like – Week after week, mm-hmm. increasing the weight on certain lifts, and and I've started tracking. That's something that I recently started doing. I record my weights and my reps, and just being able to look back and scroll through my spreadsheet and be like, "Damn!" Like five weeks ago, I was only able to lift this weight for this much, and now I can do. And now I'm going up a level again, right? So just seeing the the benefits of progressive overload, and just kind of seeing where it takes me right now, and just seeing like, okay, if I do end up capping out, if I plateau after a certain point, I'm looking forward to figuring out how I can tweak my program to get to it, whether it's, okay, I need to do a different type of periodization, whether it's, you know what, I'm just going to start doing different exercises, try doing something diverse, things like that. Just seeing where it takes me. Wow. That's, that's actually amazing. That's inspiring. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Ben? Um, yo, you guys are different, man. What do you mean? One guy's talking about like, I just want to get, I just want to, you know, like, Progressive overload. Yeah, I'm trying to get jacked, yo. I'm trying Jeez. to get yoked. You know what I mean? Like, I'm honestly at that point right me now. Head, bro, me head. <laughs> I just want to get to the point right now where I'm just getting stronger and stronger. Like, I want to see my numbers go up. I want to look better. I want my shoulders to be broader. I want all of that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still at that point right now where I feel like I could do so much more. You know what I mean? Um, especially because there are certain times where, like, maybe in the past two weeks where I just, you know, kind of let myself eat whatever right so i kind of like fell away from mm-hmm. my uh from my track of things but right now man i just want to mm, just get jacked you know what i mean like you're basically me like two years ago <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe i'll grow out of this or maybe yeah. I, well, we were talking about yeah. this weren't we yeah. yeah like maybe i'll grow out of this where i'm just like i don't need to be like uh-huh. super strong or i don't need to mm-hmm. get you know like brown hulk or whatever right but i was talking to omar about this and he's just like yo that could be different though like no. you could be one of those that just constantly constantly would just wants to get stronger for the yeah. rest of your life and, and either of i know diet either of which is fine and yeah exactly that's what i was telling ben i'm yeah. like never let anyone talk down to you right. and be like oh man like don't worry you're gonna yeah. change like once you get older mm-hmm. once you get married once you have kids you know right. you, this isn't gonna you're not gonna have these same goals and things like that and like mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. A lot of people, they do change. Like when they're younger, they have certain goals in their lives and then they get, and then they settle down and their goals change. But for a lot of people, they don't. So don't feel that this is a temporary Mm -hmm. thing. If this is what brings you happiness, like my, my whole philosophy in life is do what makes you happy, right? Just keep going for it. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and and you have a long way to go, Ben. So. <laughs> very, very yeah, long Come on, guys. Tell me I'm strong. Give <laughs> me external validation. Never. No. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, that's that, that's what I'm working on right yeah. now. I just want to get stronger. just want to get leaner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's just progress. I just want to keep seeing progress with it, right? Yeah. So, right. I'm just continuing on that path. We'll see what happens. You know what so, I mean? Yeah, you, you know, on, 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 the, on the topic of being patient and looking for progress, um... Why don't you talk to us about uh, RJ Barrett, Wasi? Oh, yeah. the thing is, like, Wasi has a lot of um, nuggets of wisdom, right? Yeah, yeah. But with basketball, like, especially Ooh. with the whole RJ Barrett stuff, that was yeah. like, like, what happened to the wisdom? Shout out to Mississauga. Shout out to Mississauga. We did all of that, but he's trying. Yeah, I'm just, honestly, I'm just a big, I'm very Canadian. Uh-huh. I'm very patriotic. Okay, no, I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, I just like supporting, like, you know, things I can relate to. Right, so RJ Barrett, you know, man from Saga. I like Canadian basketball players because you know we live in Canada. So you like Jamal Murray? Yeah, I love Jamal. Get out of here. 
it's Canadian, bro. You gotta support that, you know? Overpaid, but okay. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, what do you think about Audrey Barrett in the upcoming season? Like, <laughs> besides being Canadian, like, okay, whatever. He had those games he, he, he resembles, I think, uh, Carmelo Anthony. His game oh, resembles Carmelo okay. Anthony okay. a lot. Mid-range? Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of mid-range, and uh, he's just like a scorer, you know what I mean? And I really like Carmelo Anthony when, uh, you know, when I was growing up and stuff like that. Um, so I, I see that resemblance and I, and I like that and his time at Duke I really like the way he played and stuff like that even though it was to the detriment of Zion <laughs> exactly yeah yeah I feel like Zion it was detrimental for Zion because if Zion if it was only Zion on that team and Cam Reddish wasn't there and uh, you know RJ Barrett wasn't there he would obviously his stats would be a lot higher right yeah but I don't think that really makes a difference because he still went number one pick, right? Yeah. Now he's destroying. Yo, he's really. went off most recently. Went eight of eleven yeah. um, shooting. Like he's super. Bro, I know a lot of them are layups or whatever. Shoot a three, coward. <laughs> he no, did. he did. He, he oh did. yeah, yeah. Uh, in the most recent, got it. Yeah, yeah. Like they left him open and he shot a three. But honestly, yeah. like, it takes like, seven seconds. <laughs> you know what though like honestly you can develop a shot though it's i don't know i'm not i don't know about ben simmons but like you can develop okay. you can develop a shot yeah i think it's it's not the, the thing is just, just not the attitude of i can't do it right? whereas ben simmons is on the i don't want to do it don't because i do it better than that 100%. and that's the detriment of the philadelphia 76ers but right? i mean exactly. they're gonna they're gonna make it to the finals so uh, <laughs> what do you tell them or should i tell them I don't know. You think they're gonna get past Milwaukee? Hell no, bro. I don't think so. Milwaukee? Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, literally two episodes. You were talking about how much Milwaukee lost in the offseason. I think Philadelphia is actually gonna be. But I was talking to you about this before as well. Mm -hmm. I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, Philadelphia just has a lot of different pieces right now. Right. And I think that it's it's just a lot going on. A lot of new players right. and chemistry is obviously a thing. Right. I think if anything, Philadelphia knows that the most, right? Chemistry mm-hmm. can oh, be that was, huge that was That was the biggest right? problem like they learning had. Learning from things, learning how right. another player plays and all of that. Like, it's it's something to think about. Honestly, so they I had, think they're a very strong yeah. team. But, yo, know, like... They would have they would have beat Toronto so easily if they had chemistry. Okay, okay, so so so, so let's let's take it a step back uh-huh. with these dad basketball takes. Uh-huh. Okay, the reason they lost to Toronto was because Joel Embiid was a plus ninety when he was on the court, and they were like a minus one hundred or whatever when he was off the court because they had Greg Monroe, Maybe Amir Johnson, Big before games, right? Boban Marjanovic, which is that has also been proven false already. Joel Embiid. I saw a video of him eating a hamburger. Same. Like it, wasn't it, was it wasn't a Big Mac. So. It wasn't a Big Mac. It was a hamburger. So they had awful backup centers. That's the reason they lost against Toronto. It's very clear. The reason clearly, why they lost against Toronto is because Toronto was a better team. 100%. That's well, what it comes down to. No, yes, the better team will, of course, no, go but, forward. But when, the team that gave Toronto the most trouble in the postseason was Philadelphia. The coach that gave them the most trouble last year was Brett Brown. The players that gave them the most trouble last year were Joel Embiid when he was on the court. So all of that can be true and Toronto can still be the better team. But to say that, oh, it was just chemistry, the reason that they went, when very clearly anytime Joel Embiid would sit, the point differential would swing like six in the other direction. But wouldn't that also be uh, chemistry as well? Uh, no, it's it's because it, Amir, well, Amir Johnson is not a basketball player. He's not an NBA player. <laughs> I think for <laughs> that, be a championship caliber team, yeah. You can't just rely on one player. Exactly. No, at all. It, it, if but, they're plus ninety with Joel yeah. Embiid, like that's something to think about, don't you? Yeah, think? and like, especially if, if the guy has such issues, uh, you know, like relying helping. on that is a huge scare as a Philadelphia. But but that's just that. it. You guys are saying you guys are agreeing with me, but calling it chemistry when it's not. When you have bad players on the court, that's not chemistry. That's just haste. This guy's no, a what, bad player. You need you need to be a team even without him, though. Is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I and 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 they are and 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 they are a team. But if to say. That's like saying, oh, put me in, in instead of Embiid. And like, oh, you guys should be a team. You guys should have chemistry with Omar. No, I'm a bad basketball player. I can't keep up with those people. It's like you're putting unplayable people on the court and then saying, well, it should work if you have chemistry. No, there are physical limitations. There are skill limitations that hold you back too at a certain point. Like you can't put in Carmelo Anthony in today's day and game and, and be like, oh, the Houston Rockets, Carmelo didn't work because they just didn't have chemistry. No, Carmelo was a bad player. That's why it didn't work. But Philly had really good players, though. Ben Simmons, like you said. Yeah. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler. And, 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 and they did, but they were Jimmy not. Jimmy Redick. Uh-huh. 
yeah, they had good players. But JJ Redick was a liability on defense. Like you will see, you saw in the first preseason game, he's got nutmegged by Trey Young, and he just stood there. And that's JJ Redick on defense. Mm-hmm. So what you're gonna find is you're gonna have you can't put bad players on your court that limit the skill set of your players, like Ben Simmons, and putting making him play with Boban and Amir Johnson at the same time. How is that going to work? Yeah, if you're he's, a, he's a playmaker, right? Ben so Simmons like, can't shoot, right? Like, exactly, yeah. he can't shoot, so he has to make Which is plays. a huge limitation. And then he can't, he can't make okay, plays well, with, you know, At, at the same time, you could say, okay, well, you know, Russell Westbrook's a bad player because he can't shoot. So, uh, Russ, Russell Westbrook is a bad player, so he can't shoot. So, you know, uh, it must be Russell Westbrook's fault if you make Westbrook play with Boban and Amir Johnson at the same time. Or maybe it's roster design's fault, and if you had just put better complementary pieces next to Westbrook, he could be a good player. But instead, you're taking the entirety of the team's success and, or, and their failures and putting it on one person and one limitation that that person has. So by that logic, the reason Oklahoma City has failed in the last three years is because Russell Westbrook is a bad player. Or is it maybe because Roberson wasn't playing and that's why they didn't have complementary pieces? Is it maybe because Paul George was injured and he didn't show up in the postseason? It could be a variety of different explanations, or it's just Russell Westbrook's a bad player. Yeah, I'm thinking it's because uh, Ben Simmons is a bad player. <laughs> like, I, I listened to everything you said, and I'll be honest, like, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but it's just Ben Simmons is just a bad player. I hate Ben Simmons. I hate Ben Simmons. Okay, but, 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 but... No, but I, Omar... <laughs> I just love getting competed. He's so angry right now. <laughs> just because Ben is so bad when it comes to basketball knowledge. He's so bad. Honestly, oh, like, I, I, I agree with Omar. Uh, there's obviously many factors to a uh, team's failure, yeah, like uh, Philadelphia last year. Anyway, so m- touching on that, do you think the Philly team is way better this year? Yes, definitely. Josh Dep- R- uh, Richardson, Al Horford. You have Josh Richardson, who's a great yeah. plug-and-play player. Mm-hmm. You have Al Horford, who beyond all of the, oh, he's going to be a good influence on Embiid and, and all this. Al Horford is a really good player. Yeah. He is given... Joel Embiid the most trouble more than any other player in right. the league. So that just taking him off that competitor's Especially. team, it just makes Especially it a lot in the easier. East. Yes, definitely. So it makes their path to the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals a lot easier. Right. He is a great backup if they want, depending on how they want to rotate, if they want to go small and have Horford. Right. He's someone who can play the five and not limit Ben Simmons' game because Al Horford can shoot. He can pull the opposing center out to the three-point line. He does a lot of things for them. And then they got rid of someone like J.J. Redick, who was a good shooter, and Joel Embiid liked him, but he was so unilateral. It, it made right. it very difficult to plan defenses around right. their their starting lineup. And they, I feel like this. if you also take into account developmental steps that Ben Simmons will take in his game, Joel Embiid will take in his mm-hmm. game, and, and developmental steps doesn't have to be just shooting. It's a very like old school. It's like cookies um uh the podcast they they like to say people that say oh so and so should shoot is a very boomer take it's a very right. old school take it's like oh you know if he's just not keeping the defense honest he's got to shoot so ben is a very boomer he's an old school like that right. so ben simmons's handle if you watch preseason games has improved a lot a lot already so that was right. one thing that he didn't have a lot of uh in his earlier seasons, Joel Embiid, if his, uh, he says he's lost 20 pounds, his weight is better and all that stuff. So all these developmental steps that these young players will take, I think that team as a whole this year is a lot better. Granted, chemistry is part of it, but they've also done really well without chemistry. They gave Toronto the most trouble more than right. any other team, and Toronto was a team that ended up winning in the NBA Finals. Right. And that was without, quote-unquote, chemistry because they had four different starting lineups. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry. A lot more starting lines with four different teams last year. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. And I think Philly, yeah, is going to maybe. Do you think Philly comes out of the East? I think I have them. Yeah, out no, the I said Either more. them or... I mean, I say a lot of these things uh-huh. to piss off Omar, and I can see, like, the, the rage. Like, you can laugh about it, but I don't know how pissed off you are. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it, it, in all honesty, like, I, uh, I... Yeah, chemistry is a huge part of it, but I think... If they do figure it out, right. like that team is scary. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You know what I mean? Like uh, especially, especially on the defensive end and uh, like their length and all that. Like, and they're just kind of they're so big. Time and time. They're yeah. such a big team. I, I like, like. I mean, like as yeah. boomer as a take as it may be, I still do think that shooting is important as a team. Yeah. Um, I think we saw that. Um, what's it called? I think Milwaukee's success was due mm-hmm. to that. Because Giannis was the non-shooter, surrounded right. by shooters. Shooters, I think he's he in the best. Giannis kick is it in out the best and, environment he can be. Exactly, in. Yeah. which is why yeah. this year as well, considering how much they've lost, right. 
um, you know, in terms of shooting and other mm-hmm. players as well. I think Milwaukee will have a tougher time this right. year. And, like, the Eastern Conference has always been kind of the Eastern Conference. I don't really expect any other team to really mm-hmm. take up that spot that Milwaukee yeah. had last year. You guys don't so, have faith in Charlotte? Charlotte, you know, I'm Scary Terry. Scary Terry. <laughs> I, uh, I I do think that I do think that Philly's gonna. What do you What do you think his stat line's gonna be? Who? Uh, Scary Terry. Uh, I'm thinking a solid ten to one two <laughs> on forty two percent shooting. No, he's oh, gonna be man. he's gonna drop like twenty on like twenty percent shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Holland. That guy was line. so full of himself. Scary oh, Terry. Oh like, yeah, I should get paid, son. Yeah. I should get paid. Uh, when when, when are we gonna talk about Michael Jordan as an executive? When are we going to talk about his management article. skills? I, didn't, I, didn't, I can't um, believe he let Kemba Walker go. I didn't. Okay, so I didn't read the article itself. But Classic it said something 2019. About, it said something about, like, uh, Michael Jordan, like, he's just making money right now. Right. So he's, like, executive. Like, he's a great executive in the sense of making money. And right. it seems like that's what his goals are. Okay. But not in terms of actually winning, which right. is, like, very evident considering uh-huh. Charlotte as a team. Right, but uh, I thought that was interesting. Like, I, I kind of want to look into it a little bit more. But I feel like Michael Jordan, you know, low key, this guy just he just wants to make he just wants to get more hoop earrings. You know what I mean? Right. He's not worried about winning for yeah. Scary Terry. He just wants to get more jewelry. Because all throughout his life and his career, he's been making so much money. So I feel like he, he just wants he to just continue wants more. just wants making more. that money. You know, like I don't know. That makes who, sense. Who would be a better executive, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? LeBron James, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I'd agree. Hundred percent. I think the coach, legit coach, the owner. No, he's, Le, yeah. he already is an executive. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's definitely more. Uh, I think he's the he most. He cares a lot more about winning. He's the most influential, I think, athlete. LeBron James. LeBron James, right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With his, I promise. Do you think school. NBA is that is that big? Like, it's, you're talking about around a, the world or like specific? Around the world, like, man, basketball is catching fire, bro. Like it is. Becoming, I feel like soccer is no, it is 100. percent Like soccer's, Messi or Ronaldo. Soccer has like been soccer has been like Cristiano Ronaldo. Other than um, what's his name? Uh, who's a boxer? Name? Mayweather. Uh, Mayweather. 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 Anyways, um, yeah. he's a high speed athlete, but he's retired now. So Cristiano Ronaldo is the high speed athlete ever. Ever, really? Or right now, sorry. Holy crap. Right okay. now. So, yeah, obviously soccer, it's evident that soccer is the most popular sport because, like, you know, Europe's huge on soccer and stuff. But yeah. honestly, like, basketball's catching fire everywhere. It's becoming a very, very, very popular it's sport. It's huge in China. Yeah, huge yeah, in China. It's huge in China, it's China becoming You see huge. Jeremy Lin drop 40 yeah. in his debut. I, did you see that? I saw that little clip. Like, he, like, lost the handle on the ball. And oh, really? the defense was so bad. Like, <laughs> he even grab the ball. Like of course, he's dropping 40, bro. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's like they're having all these like you know they're having all these overseas games. Um, it's becoming huge in Europe. Um, like, let, let me ask you this: yeah. How the NBA, the way it's structured right now, we right. have um, thirty teams. All thirty teams are located in North America. Twenty nine of them are in the U.S. with one in Toronto. As much as we're doing these overseas games, like preseason, heck, we might even have an All Star game that ends up being somewhere else. But the league can only expand so much through these right. things. What's the next frontier? Do you think it's possible from a logistical point of view if there can ever be an international NBA I, team? I think so. I, if, if they organize it like, okay, NBA North America, NBA Europe, NBA Africa, NBA Asia, and they have they have like a finals for each continent. And then at the end, whoever wins comes out of each continent, they face each other for... At the international, that'd be stage. as big as soccer. Like, that would be huge. That, point, that would be as huge. literally as big as soccer. But huge. But, I think they would just stop the Olympics for basketball and wow. just like have NBA take over. But, but to an extent, uh, then what's what's the point of that final game? You already know who's gonna win by like fifty-five points, like by sixty right. points. Yeah, I mean, your team it, USA. The, the, the fi- the, you're like, right. I mean, the, unless Donovan Mitchell is there from the <laughs> yeah. Uh, if Donovan Mitchell <laughs> and Jason Tatum are somehow <laughs> on the championship team in the NBA, then, then you know what? There's a chance because a chance, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll they'll cause to lose. But right. I, I I understand. But and this the structure that you proposed mm-hmm. was different leagues altogether in right. these international areas yes. rather than teams that exist in everywhere in, right? that mm. play against because from a travel perspective that it's would just be unrealistic. that would be too much i mean yeah. portland already is yeah. such a long, long travel distance. distance that like yeah. players are sleep or deprived maybe they and, could be like nba europe i feel like that wouldn't be too i feel like you know what though i feel <sighs> like it would be as big as it is because there's a player like lebron james i think we've had this discussion before 
Who's the next like face of this league? LeBron is thirty five. Yeah, um, I'd say he, he still retires, has the crown. Like I, I, I think, no, I'm not sure. As of right now, he still has yeah. the crown. Like he is the face of the NBA. Yeah. But like realistically, you like, think Zion's you gonna take over? You know, I can what? see it Honestly, happening. I can't see it. You can't I, see I, it. I can't. I, can I really see can't see Zion Williamson yeah, okay. being like the next. Like right. this is the next big mm-hmm. thing. Like he was on Flat he's Magazine. Flashy, yeah, right. He's flashy with his dunks. Yeah, and, um, and he's thick. <laughs> 25 what 6 something I forgot Thanks, 6 5 thick. with 2 seats um, I think Zion Williamson you know what I mean like he can yeah. actually be the hype is definitely around him honestly right? like this guy has, I can, he has the foundation to become like one of the greatest too so as well from, from my yeah. perspective again to play devil's advocate against Zion he, for the longest time for more than a decade we've had LeBron James who's been the king of the league and LeBron is a sure thing. It's yeah, easy yes. to bet on him. Yes. He is a generational talent. Whether you say he's the greatest no, or the second greatest. No, but was like that. No, but the, the hype was around him. But. The hype was there. And from an early age, LeBron proved that he was that level of talent. And now it's kind of like people are kind of scared to put their faith in this next thing. Because right. it's like it was easy to put your faith in LeBron. And Five years ago, who would you put your faith in? LeBron. He's proven himself. And now we're at a point. It's almost like a, a shift where it's like we the next frontier. It's like, oh, is Zion really the one? Am I going to be burned by putting all my faith in him, yeah. this entire marketing effort behind him? And he doesn't stay healthy. Or you know what? He's good, but he he ends up being the Draymond Green or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, it's not as marketable or something like could that. Be, could be like a Derrick Rose. Or, or, or yeah. a Derrick because Rose. I, felt, I, 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 I really felt like Derrick Rose would be the next, you know? Like, big yeah. thing, youngest MVP. This guy was super explosive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's playing on... It was a big market team, Chicago. Chicago. You know what? I think Derrick Rose and injuries, we don't know how his career would have played out if, right. if teams were different and stuff like that. Because let's say take injuries out of things. Mm-hmm. I don't think Derrick Rose still would have been the next thing if he didn't get injured and continue to play in Chicago and LeBron went to Miami. But if LeBron and Wade went to Chicago... Then Derrick Rose would be the next big thing. It would be the perfect passing of the torch. They would win four titles in four years, Uh and they would LeBron would pass the torch Uh to to Derrick Rose at that point. They would all be villains though. (laughs) They would they would yeah. (laughs) They came so close. They came so close. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. LeBron was LeBron looked at schools. LeBron looked at schools uh, for his kids in Uh in Chicago. The recruitment effort was was there, but. Part of it was Derrick Rose just didn't want to reach out directly to the players right. to, to do the recruiting. And part of it was Pat Riley, I guess, made an offer. LeBron uh-huh. couldn't refuse right. his godfather uh, persona. Pat Riley yeah. is so corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Riley is like the most corrupt. Honestly. honestly. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, yeah, I don't know. Zion Williamson, it's... What do you guys think? Next season, I can definitely see a, like... Um, like an like for the first season, like an eighteen and eight, you know. I think that that would be like for a, Zion. For yeah. Zion, easily like eighteen points, yeah. eight boards. You okay. know what I mean? Like that level, right? And I I don't think that would be the uh, the hype that everybody's looking for. Like, oh, this is the next best thing, sort of thing. But I definitely see a lot of flashy plays from him. Right. The explosiveness that we that we want. Um, but a solid. I think it's like conservative a bit, but like an eighteen and eight is what I see. Right. Do you another hot take? Do you think they're gonna make uh, the playoffs? Pelicans? Yeah. Mm, the Western Conference is way too hard, man. Right? I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think they will. I don't think they I will. Think, I think Zion's case for being next in the league would be if he could make the playoffs. Oh, if he could lead the yeah. Pelicans to the playoffs. In the Western Conference? Yeah. Oh that, like, God. Zion Williamson would be. Honestly, like, I feel like, uh, I don't know, man. It's so hard to make these takes because the league has never been this balanced. It yeah. is crazy. So fun. It is so crazy. Fun. You don't know who's going to come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, I don't so know. So, with excited. the East, then you got Philadelphia. Yeah, the East has been is the weakest, I think, other mm-hmm. than Brooklyn. Like Kevin Durant's still going to be out. If Kevin Durant was in, like you know, like yeah. in theory, this could have been the best Eastern uh-huh. Conference in a long time. Clay Thompson is out, so it's like you know all these all these factors. But out of the West, what do you think, though? I want. I'm going for Lakers, baby. Lakers, Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. I, got I, got I love LeBron. Bro. I love LeBron. I got, they got the Clippers yeah. in Philadelphia for me. Yeah. Honestly, uh, Clippers are a scary, scary team yeah. defensively. Like, yeah. I've talked to Omar about this before, but Patrick yeah. Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi. Oh what are you gonna do? God, they're anchors, bro. They're anchors. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Beverly's gonna bite your knee. Uh huh. Like, yeah. what are you this guy's gonna a do savage, bro. Like yeah. I don't know, man. These guys are. Like you have, you remind me have, of a lot. Of <laughs> just something about. Like, once he plays defense, <laughs> right? He plays yeah, he's a help. He has his tongue out, bro. Yeah, this guy's insane. 
<laughs> the thing about Wasi is he cackles and laughs as he plays defense on Yo, you're ball. actually psychotic. Yeah. He'll steal you. the ball and he'll just laugh as he goes up for the layup, breakaway layup on the other and he'll be laughing and as miss. he's going up. And <laughs> Man, speaking about ball, we gotta organize that. Next man, I'm let's down. Let's do it. Let's run it. Let's but, run it. But um, you have like the best two-way players on the same team. A healthy Paul George. I think Which is a just, huge. You know, like yeah, it's I a think huge I think people to... because of Paul George's injury, they're underestimating how good this guy is. Like yeah. he made a strong case uh, for He's MVP. Trash, I'm like uh, Paul George. I'm like Paul George. <laughs> he made a strong case Unfinished for finished business. <laughs> For MVP, like when he was healthy, and then obviously he got, you know, he had his, uh, I think it was shoulder injuries and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, shoulders. But he's still not fully healthy, no? no. Like he's gonna he's miss, gonna miss time. He's missing uh, month. Yeah. the first month. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I don't think he should rush yeah. that. So, so Nate Duncan was saying this on his podcast, but last I heard, there's no more information other than November. And November is a pretty that is big difference. Like right. early November means, okay, he misses basically a week of basketball. November 30th, you're looking at, okay, it's getting kind of close to All-Star. Is he going to be able to work his, himself into shape right. in time and stuff like that? Because November is like a pretty big uh, time frame. So I don't know how healthy he's going to and be. And at this point uh, in the Western Conference, seeding has seeding is so important. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because every of, single because game. Of how difficult the Western Conference every is right now. Every single game, yeah. Every single game counts. Yeah. yeah. How, and, uh, how different are we going to talk about the Lakers if they start 5-6? and six? Yeah. Oh man. Exactly. Yeah. Right away, it's right automatically away. Uh, trigger. Right. It's, yeah. all, it's automatically oh. chaos. Like, Especially because of, because of last year, man. Like, yeah. you know, there was such a. It was crazy, bro. Especially LeBron being injured for the first time in his career and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. Do you was, see any like dark horses in the Western Conference? I actually think I don't know if Golden State is an answer for a dark horse, but I feel like their seeding is going to be a lot lower because, yeah. especially considering Clay is gone and all that. Oh, but Steph Curry is going to go off. For no, sure. exactly. Steph Curry, yeah. I think is good. I have him for MVP. Yeah. I actually think he's going to have an MVP season. Um, but what I was going to yeah. say was uh, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron there we go. MVP. There we go. LeBron for MVP. LeBron for MVP and Anthony Davis for defensive player. I have Anthony Davis is a monster, bro. Yeah, this guy's. If, if his thumb if, works. If, oh, if his yeah, thumb works. No, leg, no ligament injury. He sprained his thumb. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, what I was going to say was Golden State, yo, considering seeding, they're going to be like probably lower in the Western yeah. Conference because they're not going to start off too hot. Um, I, think, I don't think anybody wants a first round with a healthy Klay Thompson, a healthy mm-hmm. Steph Curry, a healthy Draymond. Yeah. Right? Like that's going to be a lot to deal with. It is. And right? you're going to just tire yourself out for the rest exactly, of the Exactly. For the first round. Yeah. So I think Golden State, like nobody's really focused on them because it's uh-huh. always Clippers, Lakers, and... Maybe you know, maybe Houston. If you um, want to talk about them, I don't. Denver, 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 maybe. So, do you think that uh, Denver would actually make some noise in the Western Conference? I think Conference so. This year? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think they're two stars, uh, Jamal Murray and. Wait, you said stars? Yeah, I, I, they only have one star, Jokic. Uh, who's this other star? <laughs> second star, Jamal Murray. He's a, you know, he's he's a crazy on offense. Oh, he's bro. Hey, guy, he's rich, but I don't know what the. This star man's talking about Kitchener. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, though, Jamal Murray is he's a really good player. Especially yeah. his offensive game, like yeah. he's really good. So I feel like they work well together. And uh, Jokic is just developing, and he keeps developing better. But I think better. because of that, they're yeah. still developing. Like they yeah. made no moves, bro. Like in Denver, yeah, they picked up Jeremy Grant. Yeah, which is good. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, that was good for them. That was good. But they got they did, straps. They, like, Jeremy Grant's yeah. an amazing player. They right. they bet on they bet on growth. That's what. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah, what Denver yeah. did. Denver bet on that continuity, uh-huh. that growth. They feel that they're willing to take that step forward. And right. It's going to be interesting because you have two titans in the Western Conference, right. uh, Lakers and Clippers, mm-hmm. that bet on the opposite of growth, which was right. let's just bring new win players. now, yeah, win now. Let's yeah. bring let's bring the best players that we can possibly have together right now and see what right. happens. And to see that contrast against a team like Denver, it's beautiful. That's, that's like <laughs> yeah. let's yeah. let's see what we can do internally because 100%. they have their stars. Uh-huh. So I like I like the slow progression better to be honest. Like mm-hmm. just growing your players and just developing. Yeah. Them. So maybe after yeah. the Lakers three peat, the uh, Denver will be able to win a title. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if LeBron wins a ring in yeah. the Lakers, do you think there's any discussion for who the goat is? I think that I don't think there's a discussion right now. It's LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, I don't think uh, like he can win three more rings and everyone's still gonna have the debate. Oh no, you know. Yeah, so there's always gonna be. There always. always. You bring up a good point. I think yeah. it doesn't matter how many rings LeBron wins now. Yeah. The people that think he's the greatest will continue, continue. and the people that don't will continue, continue to think one way. Yeah. So it's like nothing matters at this point in mm-hmm. his career. But a forward. lot of fans will sway, especially Lakers fans. 
um, from thinking that you know what screw this guy too. If they if the, if LeBron can give the Lakers a ring, yeah, a lot of Lakers fans will be like, you know what, never mind. Oh, 100%, 100%. LeBron is a great player. But there's I always think a lot of there's always going to be those LeBron haters for sure. Yeah, I think this guy has the most haters like ever, ever. It's yeah. not that I hate him. It's just that he's not a good player. And with that awful take, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. So first and foremost, I want to thank Wasi, my brother, much, for coming onto this podcast. Thank you so much. And it was only right that you would be our first guest. Thanks, it was man. only right, and we were Appreciate already it. looking forward to having you on again. Thanks, man. It's I, be I love this. I can't wait to be back. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that if that ever happens. <laughs> and, and just because you're on the podcast doesn't mean you're exempt from re-listening to it, subscribing, right. oh. and leaving us a five-star oh. review. On no, Apple I, I listen to your guys' podcasts on the way to work in the morning, and yeah. then like after work because it's obviously my it's like half an hour commute. Yeah. So I I honestly love this podcast. It's I appreciate so you coming on, man. Yeah, honestly, we're gonna have more like discussion off the podcast. 100%. We're gonna think. No, we should record this. Yeah. 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 So, We'll, we'll record on our cell phones and we'll edit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to. I, I appreciate yeah. you coming along. Yeah, no worries, for real. Appreciate so, you guys. Uh, if you like the mm-hmm. podcast, you know, show us some love. Subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube now too. So if that's easier to listen uh, off your laptop or anything like that, uh, leave us a review if you're listening on any of those platforms or come over to our Instagram, The Session Ball. We're always posting great contents memes discussion polls and it's gonna we're gonna have some pretty good content uh, after this episode for sure yeah we'll post a photo of wazi's before and after yeah yeah let's take a picture of me right now <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but for real thanks for listening yeah. and uh tune in next week uh, where we're gonna have some great content as well yeah so from everyone here at the session ball yes yeah, so take it take care end it end it Bye. love fam <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.